Do you feel like your voice is an instrument? Yeah. Yeah, like it's a wind instrument if we're yeah. like being scholarly and stuff. Cause it, I don't know, it's an instrument. Like, yeah, I agree. I agree. I don't know how to explain it. Yeah, I always thought it was super cool how you fucking like you produce and engineer your shit too. Oh, really? Yeah, I think I told you that before. Did you always do that? Like right when you first started making music? Um, did I? Yes. So I was like, I was fifteen. And I got FL Studio on my computer, and I, I made random shit. But then um, I stopped doing that, and I started smoking weed. <laughs> so I kind of got distracted. And then I came back to making music, and I would get beats off of YouTube and then rap over that. And then I started making my own shit again because nobody was making what I wanted. So, yeah, that's how it started. Was it kind of just like at a, like even the engineering, was it like kind of out of necessity? Because you just didn't really have nobody else to engineer your stuff? yeah. Uh, I had to do it because nobody else was going to do it for me. That's how I feel like. That's how I feel like a lot of shit is, even for me too. Like sometimes you might even want some help with some stuff, mm. but it's just you got to do it yourself. Yeah, because I feel like I'm very picky on what I want. So if you can't get it right the first couple of times, I'm going to just tell you no and I'll, I'll figure it out myself. I don't know why, but I'd rather do it myself than have someone else do it. Yeah, so you are you engineering with NFL Studio too, mm-hmm. like vocals and all that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think I told you that before. Too. I, don't, I don't know many people that do that. You don't know how to do it. No, I don't know many people that actually mix like vocals on NFL. Yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was more just like for beats. Yeah, like FL is more like a beat doll. Like I, I would say like Logic is good for recording vocals or um, yeah, Logic. That's what I hear, but. I do I do all my shit in FL. Yeah. What's like the inspiration behind your like kind of just like your aesthetic? Even like your sounds, even, I feel like even your music videos is kind of almost like some cyberpunk like futuristic yes. stuff like <laughs> Um oh god. So <laughs> <laughs> it's a really good question. How do I answer? Um I grew up watching a lot of like magical girl anime. So wait, what's magical girl? Is that that's the actual the yeah, name? Like Sailor of the show? Moon. Oh, okay, okay. All them holes. So I like got my inspiration from that. And I used to listen um to a lot of R and B and um trap music and like the hood classics. So like I kind of just merged all that together. Um and then as I grew older, I um I started liking, you know, the Y2K fashion, like a back in, like back there, and um, I was really interested in science, so that's where like the spaceship comes in. So like everything just kind of merged into one thing. Yeah. On spaceship, you seen how NASA just shot that fucking comet? Yes. Oh my god. Me, I gagged. I gagged. I gagged. <laughs> that was beautiful. Uh, me and bro was talking about like I, me and Bobby Blazer are talking about like, yo, what if that was. What if that comment was actually about to hit us, but they just kind of made it seem like a test so we don't, like, trip? Mm, but I then it was, like, a successful that. mission. <clears throat> for a quick second. I'm like, y'all didn't do this for the hell of it. Y'all did it for a reason. What's the reason? Uh, oh, the, yeah. the funny thing is, like, when the video, <laughs> they're all hype uh, when the, the spaceship is approaching, like, the comet. It's, like, getting slower. You know what I'm saying? You seen the video? No, I didn't. So there's, like, it's a black and white video. You see mm-hmm. the comet. Mm-hmm. And then there's a camera on the front of the spaceship, so it's just kind of getting closer and closer to it. It's not a, it's not an actual video because it's so far away, so it's kind of stop motion, mm. like pictures, like just getting closer and closer. But then when it hits, 
the camera just goes black, so you don't even. They they, they got hyped when the video shut off. Like, okay, like we hit it. They hit it though, I guess. Like it was like a bullseye. But did you see the picture of Uranus with the rings? Mm -mm. It's so beautiful. Yeah. It's so beautiful. I love Uranus and Saturn. Saturn's my favorite, but I like Uranus too. Yeah. So you so you um you into space travel and shit. So like, would you go into space? I speaking of that, when I'm old and gray, um, I want my body. Flown to space so I can look at the galaxy while I die. Yeah. While you die? So yeah. before you die, go up there? Yeah. Uh, like, my last couple moments. Oh, this is cute. Yeah. Oxygen. Bye, bye. Yeah. Because they're actually talking about opening up in uh, 2027. It's supposed to be like an international... Um, <clears throat> it's supposed to be like some space station in mm. space where it's going to be like an entertainment thing. <gasps> so they're supposed to be having like a space casino, space hotel... Uh, like they're supposed to do NFL, NBA games up there, mm -hmm. so it's just like a whole thing gonna be in orbit. That's and I, they really said this opening in 2027. I don't. I feel like it's kind of close. They yeah, didn't start building close. it yet. Maybe they'll start building it then. <clears throat> but they said it's on the way though. So if it does happen, I want to be the first. Sign me up. Thank you. I want to be there. Uh, I always had a I always had a vision too that like I'm gonna be doing a podcast in space one day. Like look. You're gonna it's see off world, <laughs> hey, yeah. Like, the window behind us, just uh, you see just the earth, mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. see the earth just mm -hmm. floating past. I love that, crazy man. I love that, yeah. So, okay, so what? Um, you're from Virginia Beach, right? No, I was born in New Orleans okay. and then I moved to Michigan and then I moved to Virginia. I was in Fredericksburg, Stafford, Spotsy, and then I moved here. Then, why military family or? We just move. I my mom is a, a woman who does things. So yeah, I don't know if we're going to stay here, um, but I've established so much, um, so I don't want to move. I want to stay for a, a little longer. Is this the longest you've been like in in one place? Um, we usually stay at a place for about two years. So yeah, well, it's coming close to that two year mark. Uh, she wants to move again, but um, I don't think I want to move. Like, where does she does she say like where she wants to go? If she Texas. moves again. Texas. Mm -hmm. If you move anywhere in America, Texas might be the spot though. Supposedly yeah, Texas but like, is like super. It's hard right now. The houses are like built out of fucking cardboard. Like in Texas. Yes, uh, the shits are fragile. Like I think I think in America it's all uh, the same. Like all two by fours and, and shit. I don't know. And plywood. The houses just they crumble easily and fast. I gotta look that up. Yeah, that's what my that um, cousins told me. Well, people say in general, all of these houses, like like every house around here is built with two by fours mm -hmm. and plywood, so just wood frame. Um, supposedly that's not really like anyways. Like in Bosnia, uh, we built a house, but it's all cinder blocks. Mm -hmm. So every wall is just built, just cinder blocks stacked. You know what I'm saying? With like the metal rebar in it. Um, but yeah, I don't know how they do it in Texas. I gotta, I gotta look that up. I, all I know is that I want a nice house, very pretty, with a pool and another pool. Two pools? Yeah, and a jacuzzi. Why, what's you gonna do with two pools, though? One for like taking pictures and one for like actual swimming. Yeah, we, you, take yeah. Pictures, you can take pictures in a swimming one, too. No, because I want this, <clears throat> excuse me, sinuses. I want the swimming one to have like the wave thing that like. You know what that is, right? The oh, just like a like water country shit, the wave pool. Uh huh. Yeah, uh, I want that and that one and the other one. I want it. You know. That's hard. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, Bro, them wave pools actually are kind of dangerous. 
I've, I've been in one when I was younger. Like, I don't think it was that many people. But you see the videos when it's, like, packed. Literally. And people just smacking into each other. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I think I'm drowned. good on that. Almost drowned. Cause yeah. like, in the way pool? Yeah, because a big-ass man fucking fell on me. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I hate it. I hate it. But it was fun. It was cut for a moment. Yeah, I almost drowned when I was a kid. My cousin was drowning. And I shot to save her in the oh. pool. And then she, like. Started grabbing on me and we both started drowning. <laughs> Sorry, that's not funny. I was like, "Come on, man." That's not funny. Uh, Is she okay? No, we, yeah, we both good. We, I got her back because I fell on her out of a tree one time. I we fell down kids. a tree. On somebody? Um, no, I fell by myself. <laughs> so yeah. we were climbing a tree, and it was a really tra- tall tree, and I just I misstepped or something, and I just tumbled. Like head hit the branch, fucking stomach hit the branch, like. Cartoon fall like type shit. Tall up or yeah. what? How high was it? It was like pretty tall, like really tall. Uh, like if this is me right here, the, the tree is like this tall. It's so maybe like 10, 15 feet. Yeah, it was really tall. <laughs> <laughs> that was at, at scale. <laughs> now, nah, we, we used to have a, in my old house, we had this tree, we actually cut it down, but like that's probably like something like that, 10, 12 feet. I was up there, you know what I'm saying? The branch broke. I fell on her, like I fell right on her. It didn't hurt me, like she broke my fall, oh. but she was like crying and shit. <laughs> I was like, it was good. That's funny. Yeah, so, okay, so you're moving around. Um, you've been in Michigan. I actually have a friend that lives in Michigan, too. Uh, shout out to Andy. Mm. Um, Hi, Andy. You get over here. Um, what you said, when you start, you said at 15, you started making music? Yeah, but I've always, like, made music. I just never, like, put it down. I was five making group songs because I, like, watched the Jackson 5, and I was inspired by them. Like, I've always wanted to perform in... Um, make music i just started like doing it doing it when i was 15. what do you mean by uh, group songs like i've wanted to i wanted to be in like a a girl group i don't know like i'd be like like you're all playing all the different mm-hmm. like you're like you're different oh, no, no, people no. Like, you're, you're everybody in the group i want every like different people in the group but uh, i wanted to be the main girl like, like uh, the beyonce of the destiny's child so were you in the cheetah girls coming up yeah that, honestly that was my the shit too part, cheetah girls and fucking um, high school musical that was my shit that's my shit, bro. What like, are your? We were singing it at work. Um, my favorite song from the Cheetah Girls. Ooh. We are sisters. That's cute. No, but I don't remember any other ones. The honestly. party's just begun. How else it go? I'm partying like a na 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 na, dancing your feet. Don't touch the floor. Na 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 na. I don't remember that one. You you know that shit though. <laughs> you know that shit. I don't yeah, that I one. I should have been on the soundtrack. Like Raymond Simone. Like who is she? It's me. It's Cinny. Uh, like, ugh, I hate her. No, who is Cinny? I think that's the new project coming out, right? No, who is Cinny was an old ass song I made when I was like 15, and um, a lot of people loved it. It it had like. 18,000 streams on SoundCloud. So I was like, hey, I'll just remake it. And I did. Um, yeah. But that was that was like a one-off thing. Kind uh, of. What did you do to remake it? Like you, I, um, I'm still friends with the producer. So I was like, hey, can I get the beat? And he was like, yeah, sure. And, yeah. Oh, so same beat? You just redid the vocals on it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but right now, what I'm working on is um, my tear era. Basically, it's... Um, I'm dropping singles every month. Uh, I wanted to do like a album or a mixtape, but it was kind of too much. Oh, sorry. It was kind of like a lot to um, do mentally. 
So you said singles once a month? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. Um, I did Pout, which is performing really, really well. And then next month, it's not October, right? Yeah, next month I'm doing um, my single Room 311, which is UK Garage. And I'm really excited because it's like... You said UK Garage? Mm-hmm. Is that a style of music? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm not, I never heard of that. Oh, you're in for a treat then. Yeah, mm-hmm. Is that like UK house music or like what is it? It's is like, garage music, not house music. I would say like sort of like no, because Pink Panthers does drum and bass. <coughs> I would say it's in like the I don't know who who's a good example. I'ma just do it. It's like a boom, thick up a boom, ba boom, the the boom, but the thick up a boom, ba boom, like a weird drum pattern basically. Yeah. yeah, and like a heavy bass. Do you usually? I think I've seen if I'm kind of noticed right. Uh, do you usually drop like when you drop in projects? Then you drop like seventeen. Right. And um, I feel like you drop the single, like you drop a single with the name of the project first. Mm, usually. And then you just drop like the project later. Yeah, yeah. Uh. That's what that's what I did before. But um, I'm terrible at um, marketing. So um, I'm just doing whatever and hoping I'm hoping something works so I can just keep doing that. And what I did for Pout really worked. So I'm going to keep using that formula. What did you do for Pout that was different than your other stuff, you think? I actually promoted myself <laughs> like I actually took the time to make content post regularly um have like I paid someone to post my song on their Instagram account did like wonders a, like an influencer yeah like it was it was who, a, who was it and what did it do for you, you think um so it's it's the spam account called Brad's Dancing and basically I was like yeah I lied and I was like, my manager wants um, wants my song on your page. Blah blah blah. He's gonna email you. And then, I pretended. Then it was you. <laughs> <laughs> I pretended to be my manager. Hey, Cindy's manager. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. Um, my client wants. <laughs> can you post her song on your page? You know, just. Oh, I was so smart for this. I was like, don't make it known per se that I'm like. I want for the promo. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, just post how you regularly post, but add my song somewhere in the background or like take a video, put my song in the video and then put like, you know how they have the music thing on top? Put my song right there. Yeah. Boom. It like, it didn't give me a lot of um, followers, but I did see an increase of streams because people were curious to know um, what song they had in the background. So. What was the idea to do the manager route? Was, did you think like they wouldn't like do it if you didn't have like, made you look more official if you had a manager or like that and um lady gaga she used to do that um she would reach out to um like events and be like my client lady gaga like you know the whole little lying thing but it it makes you seem more official like oh this bitch really do have a manager like she's that girl so i wanted to be that girl even if it was a lie and then i think actually when you post um like when you add your song like on Instagram, mm-hmm. like not not when it's already in the video, but when you like go to music on Instagram and add it in like mm-hmm. a reel, I think that might actually count as a stream. It does? I think I got I gotta look that up, but I'm pretty sure it counts as like a stream. Mm-hmm. If not a whole stream, it's like a fraction of a stream or something like that. But I think it goes towards like it somehow. That's interesting. But that's even on like marketing, it's like I feel like you're like one of those artists that's like different. So I feel like you don't even have to do too much marketing. Like some people have to like kind of oversaturate their stuff because they're, 
kind of like everybody else. Mm-hmm. So they just got to keep pushing this, like whoever's face you see the most. But for artists that are actually like unique, I think it's almost cool to not overmark yourself. It's like kind of adds to your mystique. Like, Yeah, I tried to do that with core. Um, I didn't really promote it. And like it shows when I look at my stats. Uh, so I, I tried to go that mysterious route. Um, and I do agree, but I feel like since I'm so new, I do need people to see my face. Like, oh, yeah, for sure. Um, especially, like, now I'm trying to go out more, do open mics. I'm trying to get, like, I want people to put me in their events. I, I'm a really good performer. I know that. We all know that. Everybody sees I agree. It. The first time I ever seen you, you were performing at Utopia, and I was like, oh, yeah, she's crazy. Blah, 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 blah. Like, it's just, yeah. it's just the truth. I want I want to um, show people my stuff. And Core is the uh, project that Hello, I'm Fine mm-hmm. is on, right? Which you already know. I told you that. Your favorite. That's my favorite right? song. Go listen to Hello, I'm Fine. I feel like that's like, yeah, that's one of them ones you could just play back to back. It, yeah. It's just like. You want to sit in bed, smoke, just. Uh, what was the, um, yeah, what was kind of the idea behind that song? And um, is that kind of going to, because I've seen you posted a video on um, your Instagram kind of talking mm-hmm. about mental health awareness and stuff like that. And like depression and anxiety. Mm. Was that kind of was that song kinda on on that? Um I am who okay, this is taking a dark turn. But uh, <laughs> uh I suffer with um depression and anxiety and in the past I have attempted suicide um more than once, L O L. But I made that song to like show people like when someone says they're okay, like they might not be okay. You might need to, you know, just check up on them a little bit more because shit can get hectic. Like, I'm a very bubbly person, and I've learned over time to keep up that facade. So it really, you really can't tell if I'm okay or not. So can some, people that know you tell? Yeah, they okay. definitely can tell. But um, I feel like as a society, we need to be more caring towards. Um, people like mental health like if you have a mental disability or not like we need to start showing more compassion because we really don't know what the fuck is going on um like it like if you had a bad day like i don't want to make your bad day worse but people really just don't give a fuck like and i think that's so rude and it's it's not fair like we all are people with feelings and we need to be you know nice to each other and i, and I think that's kind of partly the reason people don't even open up about it mm-hmm. or if you ask somebody how you doing like yeah i'm good how are you like because they know kind of most people don't even give a fuck so they it's like it feels like i'm battling with this on my own mm-hmm. but um that's what the song is about like yeah. um what's the lyric like um why do I, wait everything happens for a reason nothing stays the same oh i feel like everything's repeating but getting worse in every way like you say i'm fine i'm fine i'm fine i'm fine and over time like it just gets worse because you're lying to yourself and you're lying to people and you're dealing with these emotions and it's just building up and building up and you know it's just bad juju i don't know and then it's also um kind of crazy too how the outside world really affects like how you feel inside or if you let it affect you mm-hmm. what um, other people are thinking about you what other people are doing like even down to the food you eat the food you eat can literally change your mood and your state of mind I like um, lemons. I'm sorry, I wanted to say that. Yeah. I really, I really like lemons. Um, but yeah, you're right. Like people on the outside looking in. Well, no, 
outside looking in. Yeah, on the outside looking in, they can like judge you for this, that, and the third. They can tell they can tell you about yourself, but like they never really know until like it it's happened to them. I don't know. Yeah, and then also yeah, like um, you don't know what nobody's going through because I know there's like a there's a girl there's a couple people that committed suicide that I went to high school with. Mm. Um, there was just a girl I don't want to say her name, but she was one of those like. You could say, like, preppy girls. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to say preppy because like, I feel like it's like a weird conversation on that. But she's, like, one of those happy girls. Like, you, you, every time you see her, she's smiling. She's friends with everybody. So it's, like, and then she committed suicide, like, after high school. And um, But it's, like, yeah, it goes to show. I really, th- like, when I heard about that, I was, like, yeah, you really don't know people like you think you do. Like, no matter what somebody's showing, like, on the outside, everybody's going through their own shit. Like, That's why, I like, I try to be very, like, open with people like um it's considered like bad to be to tell people like how you feel and tell people your business or whatever but I'm a very open person I'll let you know because I feel like we all need to be more genuine like in in our life like I don't like just be genuine like if someone asks you how you doing be like oh well this happened this happened this not to trauma dump but like this happened girl and I'm really stressing like what's up like can you help me like yeah girl you know like you know meditate you know get some coffee you know take a day off like yeah. it, it actually care for the person and like i don't know i kind of been seeing that more we might be going to more of that culture like even just the other day i literally thought that i see it on facebook somebody thought like i went to high school with posted some shit i forgot exactly what it was but it was along the lines of like yeah i'm kind of fucked up right now like or they were talking about like being broke or just like not feeling so great and I just, uh, I know it sucks that they're going through that, but I'm just thinking like, okay, like I like that people are kind of just being more real now, mm-hmm. even like or what they're what they're portraying. Like, like I'm gonna blame celebrities because um, they make it, they glamorize this lifestyle of being perfect, of having everything, and you know, I got the cars, I got the clothes, I got the man, or I got the woman. Like everything's good, everything's good, and us regular people are trying to replicate that, but we deal with actual problems like who gonna pay your rent you gotta pay your rent they ain't worried about rent but you stressing about rent but you trying to flex with this new car that you're renting like it it's it's like things like that that really like put me in a loop i guess i think where the where the like the the mainstream public kind of realized that some shit might be a facade or not even a facade but that everybody goes through shit even famous people is like the will smith thing oh yeah when he's when he smacked chris rock oh that we witnessed a, a man that's top, you know what I'm saying, top tier celebrity that you would think has it, you know what I'm saying, the way, like, from his content, like, he got it figured out, he was, like, always talking about, like, some deep shit, like, you know what I'm saying, with tension all that, but even he got broken down, yeah. so it's like, uh, it can happen to anybody. It can, and I, I like that, um, I like that we're going in this direction of being vulnerable and being open, because it's a very hard thing to do, but it's worth it, it's so worth it. So is that kind of like what music is for you, like therapeutic, like mm-hmm. co- like a coping mm-hmm. way to cope? If I don't make music, like, I feel like I'm going crazy. I feel like I'm going insane. Like, I have to sit down every day and at least make something. Like, it, I have to make something. I feel like I'm bottling my emotions inside. Like, I can't really express myself. I have a very hard time talking. Like, even right now, I'm having a very hard time talking. You're doing but, great. You're doing great. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, when I sit down and I make a track, I can just, yeah, press play. Yeah. Vocal. It's easy. It's easy for yeah. me to speak. That's, that's, like, that's like your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, even, like, when I was telling you before the show about Mr. Beast, mm-hmm. that's kind of what he was talking about, too. Like, he kind of grew up, like, throughout high school and middle school, like, 
being like this outcast because mm-hmm. he didn't like he said when he got around people he didn't really know how to talk to people and but it's not even that he didn't know how to talk to people he just cared about different things mm-hmm. people didn't care about what he ta- what he cared about so he didn't even talk about it but then he's like he grew up always feeling like he was weird for that mm-hmm. until he met a group of people that was into the same stuff that he was and then they could talk for hours and they had Lit- a great time literally you know? like growing up in school um and me being so different from like I didn't even really know who I was at the time but me knowing that I'm different and me knowing that I look at things differently I didn't really have anyone to talk to unless I I don't want to say pretended but I um embellished a part of myself to make me more suitable for the people I was around if that makes sense like I would do things or say things that I know I really didn't you know do but I would do them anyways because I wanted to feel that community. And um, shout out to La Malara. Um, I found someone. I found a group of people, Valisha, um, Nija, like my own little community that I can like I can actually be myself in. I can talk about fucking fashion trends from 1920s and or like some dumb shit. Like I saw a cat and I loved the cat and I cut the cat's hair off and I wore it. Like I can say wait, dumb wait, shit. Wait, wait, wait. What, what <laughs> like, did you just say? I can say dumb shit like <laughs> that. Yeah, and my friends you, are like, you didn't actually do that, did you? No, 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 okay, no, 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 no. No, but different. I can say shit like that. And my friends are like, I understand because uh, I saw a dog and I took the dog's paw and I wore it. It's so like it's a Gucci collection thing. Like we can say weird shit and it's okay. Yeah, like y'all get each other. Like wait, so so you be studying fashion like from long ago like that? I don't really study. I just like I have compilate compilations yeah i have like little catalogs in my phone that's where i get like my inspo for like my outfits like do you see i, I don't really i don't really follow that like tr- fashion over time do you being someone that looks at it um do you see it repeating oh yeah most definitely yeah. um i feel like we're trying to well my generation is trying to go back to that early 2000s vibe but it's not really clicking, but it is. I'm sorry, I'm, my mind. But um, Kim Kardashian just lost a lot of weight. She got rid of her BBL. You um, said BBLs are out. Yeah, Yo, my BBLs bad. On that, are, hold on, I got to show you this. On that, my bad, keep going. BBLs are out. Like, um, we're going back to the very thin, very... Um, Look at this tweet real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Miami from Florida posted a tweet. You know, the hurricane that just hit Florida today? He posted a tweet talking about, come get your BBLs for this hurricane hit. Hey, yo, what the fuck is wrong with I, I heard that um, his practice... <laughs> My bad, what? His practice... Um, I saw a TikTok, and they were saying how, like, the conditions his um place is in are like terrible like it's bad like, oh his building is in yeah, like, like bad areas um he got syringes in the fucking freezer and like what the fuck yeah like i was like oh my god and yeah. now, it's now okay like, so you're saying bbls is out Kim yeah Kardashian bbls are out fan. being skinny is in and which is not a good thing which i guess it was kind of like that like 20 years ago like mm-hmm. it was it's, all the models were like super skinny yeah, and, like, and now yeah. we're doing this inclusivity thing um and the reason why i put that in quotations it's i feel like it's all a ploy um they want to get money from us, so they're going to do anything um, to get money from us. It's like a, it's like more of the population is not skinny now, so it's like that's who's spending money. So mm-hmm. it's like let's go ahead and put some of these. But now Kim Kardashian is seeing that everybody else is doing what she's doing, getting the BBLs, the lip fillers. She's not profiting off of Afrocentric features anymore. She's going back to being skinny, and you know the the classic look. 
if you would yeah yeah the classic look which isn't good I don't think it's good because um it basically hmm, how do I explain it like growing up because I was skinny and a lot of girls were thicker like they would say like oh you need to eat more you need to eat more blah 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 um but since these trends are like dying out and the new ones are coming in they're going to tell bigger women oh you you're too big like and things like that like they're basically putting our body like they're trend making our bodies trend and bodies shouldn't be trending their bodies everybody has different bodies you can't like do that to people i get i, w- I always say that we live in like a over sexualized culture like everything is sold with sex we, we do. you know what i'm saying every commercial got a you know saying hot girl in it or whatever muscular guy and it's like that's like yeah sex appeal is what they try to sell everything with and i think that's kind of weird honestly even down like instagram and social media it's pretty much like soft core porn it is everywhere it's bitches half naked pretty pretty much naked a little small little g-string speaking of that shaking it i'm like am i on pornhub or am i on on, on instagram bro like what's happening these videos that these kids be watching like the puka life if you have a child and your child is watching them puka life videos stop it because the kids literally be like oh i'm pregnant and my mom kicked me out the house and my baby father's a millionaire and he won't help me take care of the baby like that's literally it's a cartoon for kids yes for kids for kids and it's kids making them that's the what the fuck like it needs to stop i don't i don't like it i don't like it at all i saw my sister watching that I'm like, girl, if you don't turn this bullshit off right now, watch um fucking SpongeBob. Like, do something normal for a child. I, I get it, I get it. Um, yeah, like uh, the stuff we watch, you know, at that age, you're impressionable. Like, how is it really affecting people? I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying, because I, I feel like we always do talk about um stuff that affects kids in whatever ways it's affecting them. But then, I, when I when I remember back to my like when I was younger, we was watching the craziest shit. But I don't know if that really affected me that much. I mean, I feel like I was always, I feel like we were always smart enough to know, like, mm-hmm. what's reality, what's entertainment, what's parody. But the lines you know are becoming like, so blurred nowadays because mm. you really don't know what's reality or what's, you know, fake. Like, you don't know what's real anymore. I don't know. That's how I feel. That's deep. That's deep. I think it's also part, uh, part of it is, like, um, I feel like family structure is not mm-hmm. valued as much anymore. It isn't like um, I would say um, people from Gen Z, we value friendship the same way we value family um, because your friends wind up becoming your family. If you have real friends, like um, there was a point in my life where I couldn't really rely on my intermediate family. I was I wasn't um, me and my mom were in a good space. I didn't have a father figure. My grandma was the o- was the only person who was, you know, there for me, and she passed, so I was alone. I had my brother and my sister, but they're younger than me. I can't put that all on them, so... You still uh, you living with your mom, though, at, mm-hmm. the, at the time? Okay. Um, I still... We still live together. Um, After we got, you know, our things situated, you know, blah, blah, blah. But back to what I was saying, yeah. My friends became my rock. My friends became my family. I went to my friends to help me with things because they they knew they were able to... I don't know. They were able to help, so... I think that's a, a point. Yeah. What do you think was um what do you think was uh like key or pivotal in um you and your mom's relationship getting bigger? Or I said bigger, better. Um me putting up boundaries. I said I'm not gonna take this no more. I don't like the way you're treating me. If you wanna talk to me, we can talk, but we're not gonna 
argue or go back and forth. Um, and a lot of people may say like, oh, you're living under her roof, blah, blah, blah. But like respect is something that you give and something that you, you know, receive. receive. So I just had to make those boundaries. And eventually she was like, okay, my daughter is old now. Like she's not a little kid. I have to respect her. And I was like, you're my mother and I respect you. So boom, bam, boom. And we're better. Not at, like, it's not, it's not where I want it to be, but it's work something. in progress. Yeah. yeah. I feel like for me coming up, um, the biggest really problems I ever had with my mom, which me, me, and, my, me and my mom argued about this for years. Like mm. she would cry all the time, fucking argue all the time. It was um, really smoking weed. Mm. Like that was like where I'm from. Um, they look at, they looked at weed like heroin. Like it's, this crazy thing that's gonna ruin your life, like you know what I'm saying. So it was that was at the center of pretty much all of our problems. But I also will say that um, my mom pretty much saved my life. Like I went through like I went through like shit, some shit. Like you know what I'm saying. Senior year, I kind of like lost myself a little bit. Didn't know what I was doing. Like going down a really bad path. Like and yeah, the love my mom for had my mom had for me and her like not giving up on me. That's like I don't think I'd be here. You know what I'm saying without that. So I think family is important. Like where I was going with that is like uh, you see kind of these, all these like pockets in the in the country where shit is like the most fucked up at, which is usually like these big cities like New York, or LA, or shit. It's places where people move to from other places and they're there with no family. Yeah. So it's just a bunch of people with no family structure, no family support. They're on their own, and that's just like a recipe, I think, for disaster. But in those like communities, um, which I'm gonna call it. Luckily, well, I don't know about like you straight people. I'm kidding. It was a joke. But <laughs> um, in the LGBT, there's something called like, you know, ballroom, which is a space for young queer folk, trans women, trans men. You know, we all come there and we celebrate our differences. Oh, you said ballroom? Yeah. Is that a what is is that a building or what is that? Like the thing, the voguing and the um. No, I'm saying I know what I know like Oh, wait, so what are you saying? Is this like an online no, group or what is this? No. no a it's, physical location? No, it's, it's, <laughs> no ball, ballroom is literally like a place where queer folk con- congregate. It's like a church. But I'm saying there's like a lot of them? Yeah. It could be anywhere? Yeah, okay, it could okay. be I anywhere. I there's like a main one or something like that. Okay. No, 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 no. Yeah. There's um plenty in D.C. There's um some in New York. They have some in... Cali and fucking Miami. And yeah. like, it's, a, like a safe space? Yeah, safe spaces. And when you're alone, because usually um, my type of people, we do be alone because we don't have any family. So we go there and those people, be, our um, house becomes our family. Our, our house is basically like the people in your team to simplify yeah. it. But yeah, like, I don't know. Um, I feel like we're coming to a space where like, um, even if you don't have blood-related family, you're going to find your family in someone or uh, a community, which is beautiful. And I love that. Yeah. Mm, I two questions on that. I don't know if you want to get into it. Mm-hmm. Um, what what it was like kind of for you coming up and Hell. even like, <laughs> even like feeling those feelings, like what that was to you. And then also on the other hand too, like how does it feel like what you're going through mm-hmm. being like the center of like media attention? You know oh. what I'm saying? And then everybody else having their opinions on, on it. Or me. how oh, or like if you or if there's like some trans person that's trying to like define it all for all trans people. You like can't you know do what I'm that. saying? Like, it's it, God, it's it's literal hell. Like, um, first of all, 
being a black trans woman, you have to work 13,000 times harder to even like be seen as like a black woman because you have men telling you you're not feminine, feminine enough. You have black women, um, you know, it's, it's, it's just weird. Like you're, you're never really accepted. Um, you feel very alone. Um, especially like when people like uh, another trans person, <clears throat> they try to define what transness is for everyone. And it's different. Like there are some trans women who don't want to get, um, bottom surgery, including me. I don't want to cut my fucking lady wand off. It's a part of my body. I love it. Lady but, wand. <laughs> I don't wait. Yeah. It's my lady wand. And they're like, oh, well, you're not really trans if you don't want bottom surgery. That's not true. Like, you can't define, you know, what transness is. Um, people commenting on, like, our... I, I hate when people call it a lifestyle because it's not a lifestyle. Like, I didn't choose this. This is just how I am. But I'm going to use that word. People commenting on our lifestyle and, you know, saying that... Um, Oh, I feel like trans women should do this. I feel like trans women should do that. And it's like, you're not a trans woman. You wouldn't know. Um, and I feel like the only people we have in our corner are like other black trans women and dark skinned black women. That's it. Like, I feel like those are like, that's it. I feel no sense of community anywhere else. Black women and trans women are the only people I can really talk to about my struggles because we both get it. Um, everybody else is like judging low key. Like they're hearing us, but they're judging or like they don't really understand or they don't want to understand. Um, like when it comes uh, to uh, with dating, um, I have a very hard time. And I know a lot of uh, other trans women have a hard time with dating because we're seen as um, these hypersexual objects. Like, no one wants to get to know us. They think that we want to just fuck all the time or like we're, we're not people. Like they don't see us with emotions and it sucks. Cause you know, all my life I wanted to um, be married and, you know, live that white picket fence dream, but I can't because of who I am and the way the world perceives me. They see me as this object, this fantasy. Like that guy, remember that guy at the bar that time mm -hmm. when we went out to yeah. the bar? Bro, that, I don't even got to tell you, but that was, honestly, what I forgot exactly what he said. He but said something really off the wall. I can't remember. It was, a, bro, we were sitting there, like, we were sitting outside, we were getting a drink or whatever. It's an old dude. He comes up. He says something to her. I think he just says, like, you're pretty or something, right? He was like, you're pretty. And then, he, then, but he, then he just kept standing there. He just kept coming back and standing there, like, you're like, he kept saying there. And then he said something like, and I was like, bro, just like, yo, what are you doing? Like, I told him to leave or whatever. It's like some old dude. And then the craziest part, too, is, Either he left or we left, but he was staring at you the whole... Matter of fact, we left. We left, like, a few minutes later, and he was staring at her the whole time. I'm talking about since we walked out of the out of the patio, crossed the parking lot, sat in the car. I'm, I look back. He's still looking at her. I'm like, bro, what is happening? Like that, that, that shit happens regularly. Like, I can go to the mall, and a man could be with his child, and he is vivid, like, staring at me, like trying to get my attention. Sir, you have a son and most likely a wife too. What the fuck do you want from me? Leave me alone. Um, I'd be it's, on... It's definitely weird, weird people out it's here, It's weird, like, but like on my socials, right? I can be on Instagram. I check my DMs. Hey, yo, I'm trying to fuck. Sir, what, what happened to hello? What happened to hi? What happened to how are you? Like, no, that's so weird and it really makes you as a person like feel less than, like, 
maybe this is all I amount to. Oh, which I know I'm not. I know I'm more. I know I'm amazing. But like in those moments, you feel that way because like that's what people want from you. Um, and this is a great topic because I have a song called I Plus Fantasy coming out soon. But I, I Plus Fantasy? Mm-hmm. What do you mean I, I Plus? Like So like I Plus Fantasy equals outcome. Okay, okay. Oh, like you took my eyes. Okay, okay. Eyes and me, yeah. I know you're trying to say like, I don't know, I'm thinking of some iPhone shit. Like oh, no, I no, Plus no. or like, I don't know, my bad. I'm on some tech shit. Yeah, right. like, uh, uh, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's basically like a commentary on like how people, not just trans women, but how people people perceive women as this fantasy like oh she's gonna cook and clean and i'm gonna be big strong man and i'll come home and i get pussy even though i don't do anything like it's it's like a social commentary on that like i don't know i seen this dude post this meme on uh facebook earlier it was like it was like a screenshot of somebody's conversation it was a guy cooking Mm -hmm. and it was like a, a convo like a message convo some guys whatever girl texts him like hey what are you doing he's like i'm cooking and she was basically trying to say, like, oh, that's gay. Like, you shouldn't be cooking. Like, I hate that. I hate like, that. What you, he's like, what, he, she, she was like, watch there. Why were you in the kitchen with your mom watching her cook growing up? Like, wait, wait, what are you talking about? First of all, all humans eat. Like, Literally. Gotta, what are you talking about? Like, That's another thing I have a problem with. Or that just like, goes into, like, roles. Like, certain gender should gender do this roles. or, like, whatever. That shit like, is so stupid to me. Like, I'm starting to see it a lot more. But, like, a lot of, a lot of people are, like, Oh, that man's sassy. He's sassy. He's gay. Um, like a man could literally tell his friend he love him. Oh, you're gay. Like, what the fuck are you saying? Like, you want this fucking well, you want the stereotypes of women to end, but you're constantly perpetuating these like toxic mas like not perpetuating, but you're saying these toxic masculine toxic toxic fuck i don't know what i'm trying to say you know what i'm trying to say toxic masculine yeah traits. just just yeah. these fucking thingy my bobbers and you're saying it and, yeah. and you're saying it and you're just making a a fucking scene and you're ruining shit for everybody just shut up let people live their life uh, i was gonna ask you too on that um mm. when like when did you really like notice that it was that you were like different than other people and mm. is it if you had a, you want to have kids i do if you had a kid that was going through something similar to that what would you tell that kid to if there's anything to make it kind of easier or whatever. Oh, I, I consider all my sinners my kids. I love you, sinners. But, um, yeah, I always knew I was different, like, from a young age. Um, I remember one time I was young. I was, like, three years old. And there was this boy in my neighborhood. And, you know, we were playing or whatever. And you know how, like, you know, kids, they, like, give each other kisses on the cheek and stuff. And they're like, oh, it's my play boyfriend. Blah, 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 blah. Um, yeah, I was, like that's my boyfriend (laughs) what are you talking about mama that's my boyfriend she was like no that's your friend i'm like no that's my boyfriend like this girl has her play boyfriend why can't i have my play boyfriend like i always knew like i i felt differently about things and um just growing up and growing up and growing up i realized oh wait i'm gay i used to have a very big problem with that i would cry at night i would pray to god like that's the that's how my depression and anxiety started because i'm like i'm going to hell I'm going to hell because I'm gay. Like, this is wrong. And then I stopped giving a fuck, and I'm like, okay, whatever. I can't change it. Um, and then other people started to, like, say things, you know. They would say the F word. They would call me slurs. Um, I always hung out with girls or whatever, and, you know, they would make me feel bad about that. Um, I'm not really a fighter, so they would try to pick on me or whatever. Um, yeah, and that shit was annoying. But then, like, yeah. 
um, if I had a child that um, <clears throat> was going through what I was going through, I would be like, girl, live your life. Live your life. Don't give a fuck. Just live. Because eventually you're going to wish you lived when you were old. So, like, just do it now. Like, uh, And, then, like, kind of go back to what we were talking about earlier. Like, you eventually you'll find your people. Mm-hmm. You'll that, find your people. That understands you and, you know what I'm saying? You'll find it. Like, it's life. People will like you. People will not like you. Do you. Uh, okay, so you okay, so you're 15. Mm-hmm. You're making beats. Mm-hmm. You're recording. You're engineering on FL. Yeah. Um, that was like in high school. So you just like you dropping the shit. You say dropping on SoundCloud. Got got some views. Um, yes. When did you start performing? And um, yeah, how'd you find out about Utopia? That, that's, um, that's where we met at. Yeah. Oh my god, that's such a crazy story. Shout out Desi Des. Um, I went to an open mic. Ooh, it's a terrible, sad story. So basically, me and my mom got into a fight. And she was like, I'm not taking you to the open mic anymore. And I was like, okay. And I was crying and I was fucking up my makeup. And I'm like, you know what? I'm still going to go. My friends gave me money to go to the open mic. They got uh, gave me money to get an Uber to go there. They took up mic or is this a different one? A, a different one. Okay. And while I was there, I met Dez. And Dez was like, I fuck with you. Here's my socials. And I'm like, okay, boom. Here's my socials. Which, which um, Dez are you talking about? Desi Dez. I know her. He be Utopia. As a girl, girl, Des. She be Utopia. Yeah. What she yeah. look like? Um. Do I know her? Yeah. Well, I feel like you've seen her before. You, everybody know Des. It's okay. Des. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah. The, the, you can show me later. Yeah. yeah. Um. But basically, yeah, I met her, and she was like, "I'm going to this place called Utopia," and I'm like, "Okay, I'll come." So I came there. Um. I don't. The first time I went, I don't think I performed. But the second time I did. And I performed my song, You Know It, and it just, the crowd was loving it. I was loving it. I felt like a different person. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, you know, you really be going into on stage. Like, you be like, like you have choreography and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I like yeah. I, full choreography. Yeah. I, if I'm going to perform, I'm going to perform. This is my livelihood. Well, soon to be. But um, yeah, I started going there, and then I met you, and then I met a whole bunch of other people. I, um, yeah, I love performing. Before you started going there, were you like um, not really tapped into what was going on in the scene? Mm-mm. That was kind of like your introduction to it? Yeah. I was home alone. Alone. Sad. But it was okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of boring. Um, I did have... Oh, I don't want to talk about that. We're going to skip over that. Oh, yeah. But I was alone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when you started performing your music, mm-hmm. did that affect your creative process of making the music at all? Or did you start yes. thinking about different stuff? Yes. Oh, my God. I'm so glad you're asking these questions. Because um, I would think about my choreography or certain things I can do to make this part really, like, go in, especially if I'm performing it. And, like, um, well, I need this part to drop out right here so I can do a little da ba da ba da Like, it, I wanted to have everything in place like my song pout i literally literally have like a whole section where the verse is supposed to be um just i mean it's basically like vocal cuts and i'm twerking while i'm put, like as i was thinking like on stage yeah i could just twerk but like in a whole little section but it sounds cute within the track so yeah. i was like yeah that's cool is it that but there's actual there's actual vocals on that part yeah it's like okay. vocal cuts though okay wait, wait, you know what what's a vo- uh, vocal cut like you know bounce music like from new orleans Probably if I heard it. You're like that. That big motherfucker, fucker, fucker, fucker. You like like that basically. Okay. And, I, and like, I put that there, and then I was like, uh, 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 yeah, that's cute. I'm gonna keep that in. 
And then I'm like, okay, I'm gonna put the chorus right back here, do the choreography there, and I'm gonna end the song with the choreography. But like, I started to think about things like that. So you're thinking about the choreography already while making the song, like mm-hmm. in the same, at the same time? Mm-hmm. I think about funny. everything. As soon as I'm like done with the loop, I'm thinking about where where I put this and where I put that and how this would sound good with that and what what it would look like on stage, what outfit I'm wearing, what hair I'm re- wearing, how am I doing my makeup? Like, I'm thinking about all that. Yeah. Okay, so, but always it's the beat first. Yes, That's I always first. start with the beat. No, I'm lying, I'm lying. I start off like this. Okay, go home, open my computer, listen back, and I'll put it down. Hmm. I get the melody. Mm-hmm. I fuck with that. Um, yeah, um, we made a song. Oh my God. I really like the song. I think I've only done two features in the past like three years. That's one of them. And I really like this one. It's probably one of my favorite songs oh, I'm on. God. Even though I'm just on the hook, like you ran it. But I really fuck with it. I didn't really run it though. Mm. Yeah, like. Mm. Sorry. Check, check out language, man. Language uh, is so good. That's I don't good. know why I feel like that shit gonna go. I feel like it's just gonna go up one day. It, it, like, it even has music to. that I be making like that doesn't pop right away. I still be feeling like, yo, this has potential. Like it's one day, like song. it's, it's going, such like, a good song. I'm listening to it like because it be coming up on my Spotify. I'm like, talk that language, <laughs> <laughs> language. Yeah. It's a vibe, and I don't know. <clears throat> I was weak at that video you made um, at Utopia, like everybody describing you in one word. Mm-hmm. I forgot what you had. You was like at the end, like some something. We used to say, "Go stream the song." I'm gonna kill you. I'm yeah. gonna, you said some some wild I like, shit. Go, I was like, "Yeah, go I was stream like, my song, or you're, I'm gonna find you in, at your house, and I'm gonna kill you." Uh, I say things like that. I'm a very um, <clears throat> how do you say? I'm a very wild person when it comes to my word choices. Um, I'm trying to keep it very PG-13 right now because I don't know who watching. But <laughs> oh, no, this is definitely a rated R show. <laughs> oh my god! But like, I say things like that, like. I tell my friends, oh, my God, girl, I hate you. I hate you so much right now. Go die. Like, it's just, it's normal for me to say things like that. Um, I don't know why. I just like doing it. Uh. When I say I hate you, I mean I love you. And when I tell you to go die, it means I want a hug. Very backwards, but (laughs) it works. That reminds me, you watch Rick and Morty? Yeah. That reminds me of the episode where he put the, uh, he built the whole world in his car battery to run his car. I did see and then, that. Like, but he told them that words meant different things. Mm-hmm. Or he was like, a, f- a middle finger means a, p- means a peace sign and yes. shit. Like, uh, I just remind, remind me of that. Um, I fucking love Rick and Morty. Yeah, the new season's actually on now. Um, I need to watch season it. Season six, I think. Uh, so I have this website that I watch kind of shit for free on. So mm-hmm. the new episodes will come out, like I think, like a week later. Girl, but season uh, episode four just came on. I got HBO and Hulu. Hit me up. I don't think it's on HBO or Hulu. Yes, it is. Rick and Morty? Mm-hmm. Maybe the old season. I don't think the new season no. is coming up there. Mm-mm. I got it on my phone. My cellular. You, you, season six? Yes. Really? Yes. Okay. I'm telling Touché. you. Touche. Um, so, okay. So you touched on marketing a little bit earlier. Um, have you been experimenting with any other types of marketing? You said you, so you got people, you're experimenting with influencers, mm-hmm. like kind of getting on their pages. Um, you've been thinking about anything else? No. Um, and that's because I, um, I don't think I just do, and it's very bad for me. But when I have an idea, I, I'll, I'll just do it. I don't have anything in my brain right now. I, I literally can't tell you what I'm gonna do next. But I know I'm gonna do something. I just don't know what. Yeah. That's really bad. I feel so dumb right now. Stop looking at me like that. No, nah, that's that's <laughs> kind of. I mean, I'm kind of on the same shit too. Like, I feel like the more like you got, 
it's it's almost better to not be thinking about a lot of stuff. Kind of just almost going with the flow because mm-hmm. you can you can like overthink certain things and then like not put enough energy into like what you're doing at the moment. Mm-hmm. Kind of like sometimes too. Because every time I um I try to make a project, oh I'm gonna do this, and I plan it out. I'm like I don't like this anymore. It doesn't really give me what I thought it was gonna give me. So I just scrap it and then I do like pout. I made that song in a day. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to perfect it and release it a month later. And that's what I did. Like, it, it kind of was just a spur of the moment type of thing. Um, and I feel like I thrive off of that. Like, spontaneity. That's not a word. But um, I like doing spontaneous things. It's fun. And it works. And um, is, Pal, is, the, is that the first single off a project that you've already announced? What's mm-hmm. what's that project called? Project Tier. Project Tier. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, T-E-A-R? Yeah. And, like... Um, I make music for mentally disturbed people who like to have fun. That might be all of us. Uh, yeah. uh. <laughs> Welcome to my party. Welcome to my party. I love making um, shit that sounds happy, but when you really look at it, you're like, ooh, girl, you need a therapy session immediately. Like... Mm-hmm. That's the type of music. That's kind of, that is, that's like kind of what art is or like a good painting. Like you can kind of take what you want from it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like all emotions. I want you to feel everything. Because um, I feel everything. So when, I, when when you listen to my song, I want you to feel like how I'm feeling. Or if you're not feeling what I'm feeling, I want you to I want you to feel like how you really feel. Not like what you think you're feeling, but like how you really feel. I'm sorry I'm whispering. I kind of like it though. <laughs> you got some ASMR shit. ASMR. Um... What kind of YouTube rabbit holes do you find yourself going down oh while we talk about ASMR? YouTube rabbit holes. Um, right now, I'm watching Sonic the Hedgehog videos. What, like from the game? Yeah. Uh, so, like, um, what do they call Snapcube? And they basically, Snapcube? yeah, they make fan dubs of Sonic games. Okay. And I watch them every night when I go to sleep. <laughs> every night. Um, there's this one part, and he was like, what, what, what happened? He was like, it was Dr. Eggman. He was like, the caucasity of this bitch. And like, every time I hear that part, I just die. It's, it's hilarious to me. I went down a fucking rabbit hole. I was watching this dude. Like, it's, There's literally videos on YouTube of people just walking through like cities. It'd be like hour two long videos mm-hmm. of somebody just like walking through. Like It was like, this dude was in Tokyo. Mm-hmm. So he'll just walk around Tokyo with his camera out. Like, doesn't say shit. You don't even see him. He's holding the camera. Oh, and he j- it's just called like a stroll through Tokyo or like there's different cities like shit like that. That's good exercise. So sometimes I'll just <laughs> that is a good <laughs> exercise. I'll just like watch some of those. Um, yo, it was funny shit too. On um, I seen a meme earlier. It was like uh, you know a Jeff Dahmer. I did. Thing yeah. that, you, you see it? Mm-hmm. I watched. That's crazy. Well, but. I didn't. I didn't watch it, but I've seen clips. Yeah, it was like a, it was a meme. Dude was like, so you know the Munch song? You thought I was feeling you? <gasps> you know what I'm talking about? So dude, the meme was like Jeff Dahmer was like, you thought I was feeling you? Boy, you my lunch. I'm just like, bro, what? The internet is crazy. Oh my god, that is. Did you watch soon. it? You thought I was filling you? Crazy. You in my fridge? You fuck, you fucking with Ice Spice, Glorilla? No. You, don't, you fuck? You I fuck with Glorilla. Oh, yeah. I fuck with her, but no, Ice that Spice. shit with her and Cardi. Oh, going up tomorrow too. Yes. I, I listened to it like five times already. Like yes. crazy. But Ice Spice, I'm very mad at her. Really? Why? Cause like. They both from the Bronx. I know that you dirty. Like <laughs> my little brother. My little brother was like, "What does she mean by that?" I was like, "I'm assuming that." What do you think she meant by that? I'm. I think she means um, we both live in the same area. 
I know about you. You dirty. But like, it was so badly worded. Like that's what I figured too. But I think my little brother thought that she meant like everybody in the Bronx is dirty. I was like, not that's, well. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Don't come for me. Don't come for me. Lol, it was a joke. It was a joke. I swear. I swear. But um, I just I feel like mm, mm, I'm gonna get canceled. But I don't know. Yeah. It's not giving. It, it, it no. I listened to her other songs. No, yeah. Munch was a cute bop. I'm not gonna lie. I thought I was telling you. Hey, hey. We gonna see. So I like I. That's kind of half half. She needs a couple people I've asked about her. Like they say they don't see her having longevity, but I, I kind of do though. I kind of see her and Glorilla. Mm, I see Glorilla having yeah. something, some type of impact on a female rap community. Um, but I despise. Like I feel like she's gonna be there. Like. But like not impactful, yeah. and there's nothing wrong with that because we need those type of girls. But um, I really want her to get a writer. I really want her to get a writer, or at least like have someone help her write, because she has the delivery, and she has the look. She needs the lyrics. <laughs> I feel it. I think a lot of I'm trying to think. Um, I know Cardi doesn't really write. I don't yeah. think. I, I mean, I don't. And when it comes and to female artists, yeah, there's like I feel like they kind of have more. Get lay away, not lay away, but they get away with that uh-uh, more. Like, uh-uh. With guys, they kind of feel uh-uh, like care uh-uh. more. Mm-mm. I feel like a lot of male rappers be ghostwriters, like half ghostwriters. No, they do, they do, but it's kind of looked down upon. I bef- it's looked down when, upon. Like, like, you ain't never seen Car- anybody say about Cardi B, she don't write her raps. Yeah, no, I might actually seen somebody say that, but we all talk about it. If you don't like, I feel like it's okay. Singers don't write their own songs sometimes, and that's okay. If like rapping, it's about the lyrics, yeah. But it's also about your delivery and how you're able to make that shit stick. Um, so if one person has the delivery, but they don't have the bars, they need someone to help them with the bars. And then they both made a popping ass song. Boom. I don't really find it bad that people have ghostwriters. Just be honest about it. If you didn't write the shit, just say you didn't write it. It's okay. Uh, I, feel now, it. I don't have a ghostwriter. Now, when I, seen that, when I seen that joint um, by Glorilla mm-hmm. at the red light, it's working on it. I told bro, I said, I told bro and him, I said, no, she historic. We, yeah, we yeah, was actually she, at, we was at Brickhouse Tavern. I'm going to say, I'm going to say all of the names. TC was there. Dave was there. Will Amadeus was there. Jalf was there. I told them all, I said, look, Glorilla historic. I'm telling you, she about to change the game. They all laughed at me. That shit cool, but then um, a couple months later, then, you know what I'm saying? Then they literally all agree with me then a couple months later. I literally seen Will. I seen it, bro. He tweeted, Glorilla is uh, some historic. I'm like, I'm trying to tell y'all. Can we give Flo, Mini, Flo, Flo, Flo Millie her props? Her album was amazing. I gotta get hit. Gotta get hit. You because nobody is talking about it. She is such a good artist, and I feel like because she is a dark skinned black woman, people aren't paying attention to her, and that's not fair because she makes really good fucking music, really good music. Same with Young Baby Tate. Well, she's not Young Baby Tate. Baby Tate makes phenomenal fucking music, but nobody's paying attention. They should be mainstream right right now. They deserve it. I want to see that. Uh, is that so? That's who you're kind of listening to. Who else are you listening to right now when you're not like listening to your own stuff? I always listen to myself. No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I listen to. Ooh, can I look? Yeah, for sure. Because I I don't know right off the bat, but um, right now I'm into house music. Oons oons. Um, I gotta get hip to you said UK garage music. Oh yes, I, I can put you on. But I Feel Love by Blue Hawaii, No Chez by Prince Innocence, um, Be Mine by Quindressa. Like, these are all people you might not know. 
Um, let me see. Uh, rap songs I listen to. Recipe by Zumi. Sorafina. Lil Hero. Big F- Lil Hero. I want to talk about her. I follow her. She follows me. She's coming up. Like, her music is phenomenal. It gives you very much, like, you're at the mall. Dun, 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 dun. But it's cunt. It's really cunt. And I want you to listen to her when this podcast is over. I love her. Where uh, Where's she from? Um, I don't know, but I do know she's amazing and talented. And that's all that matters. Another person I listen to is Cinny. Um, I love her so much. Like, she's really an innovator. I see yeah. it for her. Yeah, like, the way she's able to genre bend and go go through different genres, like, it's nothing. It's amazing. It's talented, gifted, and gorgeous. I love it. I love it. I love it. Oh, thank um, you. Thank you. Hell yeah, hell yeah. That might be, um, we about an hour in. Mm-hmm. That oh wait, be, we've been talking for an hour. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. That might be a fire spot to leave him at. If you wanna, we can touch on anything else. If you wanna touch on some other stuff, um, um, or if you wanna leave the people with anything, that mm, might be a fire spot though. Stream pout. Stream pout. Yeah. You said the is it the project just called Tear? Mm-hmm. Okay, I thought Tear. It's not like there's no cover art for. It's just all these singles go under Tear. So I'm gonna have a playlist called Tear eventually. Oh, so it's not actually gonna come out as a. Oh no. Album it, like it's on, water drop. Um whatchamacallit singles like i'm just dropping them every month it's not a project kind you, of you, you hit me with hella terms i never even heard of water dropping yeah like water um, drop? like a well it's not called that's water drop like waterfall release so like you drop water, one single and then another either. one another one they're all like part that. of one project but you just drop them one by one but when you drop them all or, and you, you're gonna create a playlist mm-hmm. and i mean i'm assuming that playlist is gonna have a cover right mm-hmm. okay eventually but like right now it's just singles yeah yeah um stream pout um if you don't, I'll come in your dreams and haunt you. Uh, and um, $5 foot long February. Can't go wrong. Yeah, that's it. Okay. I love it. <laughs> um, excuse me. I appreciate you for sliding. Of course. You know what I'm saying? Um, for this fire convo. We appreciate y'all for tapping in. Um, all of Cindy's links will be in the description. Oh uh, Pout is out now. Stream that. Put it on your Instagram reels. All of that. Um, oh, 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 oh yeah. wait, wait, wait! I have one more thing to say. Good. We're almost at a thousand streams on fucking um Apple Music for Pout. That's glorious. I just released the song, so if you guys can get it to a thousand, I have a remix waiting for you, and I have another single waiting for you, and I have some big news waiting for you. So stream the shit, please. Thank you. Hell yeah, hell yeah! And um, we have actually another episode dropping this week, so y'all gonna see us again this week. That's um, good. Hell yeah! Appreciate you again. Thank you. Um, and see y'all next time. Peace. Say five dollar foot long February. Five dollar foot long February. Yup. Yes. Yes. Is that, are you talking about that? Is that actually that at Subway right now? Huh? That's what it is at Subway right now. No, I what just like about? saying it. Five. Five dollar. Five dollar foot, foot long. long okay. February. I don't know if it was actually. Well, it's not even February. I'm. I'm high. <laughs> Appreciate y'all, yo. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>